previously on the Piedra Guild podcast. Our story begins in the city of Neverwinter. We're looking for a fabled cave known as Wayvaco Cave. It's a lost mine once ruled back that once ruled back in the day, creating powerful magic items and relics. From what I understand, it is a it is a puzzle box held at the treasury. Um, we need to know who is guarding it, when they are guarding it. Oh no! Help me! Help me! <laughs> and the bear is standing over you, just drooling and not doing anything aggressive in the slightest, with his head half cocked. <laughs> okay, and you, you guys, think you might you have got away for a second, but from behind you, you hear a guard along the wall call out, "Hey, what are you doing? Get off of there!" So it's an oh, unnatural yeah. twenty. Unnatural twenty, and you just break down sobbing into the soldier's hand, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, oh gosh, uh, I, can I pick you up? I don't know what you feel like. I, I don't know if that's disrespectful, but you look so sad. I can't help it." <laughs> and you deftly remove the puzzle box while swapping the gold bag into its holder and as you step back nothing moves looks like someone made it here before us more death perhaps we have more competition than we thought <laughs> all right so last week <laughs> our party gathered together in the town of uh neverwinter uh, to meet with their friend Gundren Rockseeker and a knight that he had employed named Sildar Hallwinter. Uh, they've hired you to a job to both steal an ancient puzzle box and then transport it and a wagon of supplies south to the town of Phandalin where you would uh, deliver the wagon for a small reward. You went off that night to steal the box, and through some shenanigans, but a bunch of good stealth and movement, you were able to get a party member inside and swap out the box without anyone taking notice. <laughs> you have now left and spent a, another a night in the town, and then upon the morrow, you journeyed out with the wagon and the puzzle box in hand. It's been a few days on the road. You've been following the high road south from Neverwinter, and you've just recently taken a turn to the east along the Tribor Trail. You've encountered no trouble so far along the journey, but you've heard that this area is much more lawless than the northern cities. Bandits and outlaws have been known to lurk along this path. Mm. Uh, as you prepare for the final day of travel, you all wake up and discuss the uh, trip so far, how well it's been going. If you would like to make a plan for how you're traveling, you'll need one wagon driver, and then the rest of you can travel ahead or behind as scouts, if you'd like. Well, let's have our rogue definitely scouting ahead, I would say. 
Because we're more likely to come across someone ahead than from behind. Okay. Alright. I I definitely agree with that. Um, I would want the bear in the back guarding our rear. Because who, who in their right mind is going to go after a bear? <laughs> True. True. And then, um... Mm, I say our... Uh, I drive the wagon. Yeah. I'll not need to drive the cart. Um, I say... Uh, Meli... How did he say his name? Mel- Meliodas. Meliodas. You haven't watched The Seven Deadly Sins. I no, he I haven't. He hasn't. I know he hasn't. <laughs> I say he's up front with me. As uh, technically we have two at our rear. We have the gnome and the bear. So you won't uh, see me though. <laughs> uh, no, exactly. The they'll just they'll just see a bear. Exactly. So definitely. Which so. is arguably as good, if not better. Yes. So they won't expect an axe coming from the bear's neck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for Daladar to get back because I need to talk to him in character in person um, gotcha because we're going to be up front without anybody there and I need to talk to him when he's busy gotcha gotcha I would like for our cart especially the gearbox and everything else. Um, I want items in the cart. I have a bell, right? I want to set the bell up with string around the cart and the string attached to the specific in a very stealthy manner, the container with the box in it as well. So that way I can People are trying to climb into the cart or get into the cart without us knowing, and they mess with the string, it'll set the <coughs> bell off on the outside of the cart, right? Because the string's on the outside of the box. Right. Um, on the outside of the cart, and then if they get to the box and pull it, it'll set the bell off again. That makes sense. Gotcha. Do I need to make... Are you describing this to the rest of your party as well? I am. Okay. Uh... I'm looking to see if you have, like, proficiencies in any of this stuff. You have proficiencies with some tools, no. but it's a little bit more of a crafting thing. No. But if you wanted to do it, like, during one of your rest days, you could probably get help from Ralnon to do it, as yeah. he's an artificer and is pretty good at that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay, very good. Cool. So, yeah. Cool. So if you and Ralnon do it together, uh, go ahead and each of you give me a d20 roll for either sleight of hand or survival, whichever one you'd prefer, with advantage. So roll it twice and take the best. I will take the 18. Okay. Oh, shoot. Um... I got 14 twice. Oh, that was, just... Ral... was that? It's for, it's for round on. Yeah, round on. Do it. Okay, 15. Oh, oh, those That's two. Being weird. Yeah, you're good. Uh, so round on with the 15. 
Then a 20. That's just a custom, right? What is your... Oh, uh, plus four for sleight of hand. Okay, Slide so hand. it's a okay. 19. Okay. 19 so, with the... 19, because you rolled the 12, right? The one minute ago, a 12? Uh, no, that was, I accidentally did two dice at the same time. Oh, gotcha, okay. So it was a 15 or a 20, so we'll take the 20 plus 4. So as for the operation of this, it works incredibly well. Like, it trips at the slightest bit of unknown contact. He shows the rest of the party how to do it, so you can all do it, and it's pretty reliable. And overall, it should be pretty effective. And then for you, Balin, you help disguise it to keep it hidden and out of the way, so it's <laughs> unlikely to be noticed. Good. Very good. I'm going to make a note of that in the public DM notes. Okay. That you have a so wait, card. Is that, sorry, I, I was gone. Was that on... Um... So on, that's so a chest that's holding in the the trinket thing. Yeah, on the cart. So what the cart has string wrapped around it, with a bell attached to it, and then another piece of string that's attached to that string, which is a bell, is also attached to the container that has the puzzle box. <laughs> so if anybody that we don't know is trying to get into our cart, we'll trip the string, and set the bell off. If they get past it that and pull the box with the puzzle box, they'll set the bell off as well, that way. If you have two bells, I would recommend having those I as have, separate systems. Just I only have case. one bell. I have oh, okay. one bell. So. Uh, what do I have? Uh, look in all of the tools that you have, it should tell you there. Yep. I lo I'm, I'm looking in my backpack. <laughs> Okay, so with that, do I need to do anything with my string? And <laughs> also, I now... So how much string should I use? I've got ten of it. Do you think I should use, like, eight of it? Like, How long is a string? Yeah, yeah if you're going around the cart um, plus the container, probably you'll probably need about all ten because it's a full-size, like, wagon. Okay, cool. And I will put mine to zero for a string, and I will put my bell to Probably zero. Probably put it on the, on the chest. Well, I guess unless they took the chest with them. Where uh, would I be? Would I just be hanging be... out in the cart? Uh, you are up front with me. Oh, I'm hanging out in the cart. Okay. Yeah, you're up front with me. And this was just on one of your previous days during a long rest. You guys set this up. Yeah, yeah, right. we set this up on a previous day. Do I need to put the... what? Um, I have the puzzle box currently in my inventory. Um, what should I do with that? Uh, Keep it in your inventory as well. If you want, normally it's good for one member of the party to keep a separate inventory full of quote-unquote the party's inventory there's kind of two ways to do it and it's up to you guys either every reward you find everything you do you can just split it up amongst your own personal inventories and keep track of who had the item or one of you can decide to keep a party inventory and in that party inventory you keep like a party gold fund and any items you find that all of you can use essentially 
that the rogue doesn't get to hold the party uh, gold. No. <laughs> No, not at Generally, all. that's a good idea, yeah. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have me hold the gold either because, you know, ADHD robot with uh, fixing things fetish. He's going to fix the gold. Uh-uh. found on park. And oh. you can't trust clerics with the gold because you'll rob from the sacrament, so I guess it's the barbarian. <laughs> yeah, I don't trust any of you. And, it, and the barbarian's too dumb, so he'll lose it. Just kidding. Oh, no. oh I don't trust any I of them. Say, okay. um... I think every... Where uh, is it? Uh, I oh. assume the worst in everyone. Meliodas. Is that how you say it? Meliodas? Yes. Meliodas. You should be the party member to hold the party gold. You are the most trustworthy and less okay. likely to lose it. And also the le least likely to need it because of being from a royal family. I have access to gold if I really need it. There you go. And for, so we've been on the road for two days, right? Yep, two I, days, and then this is the morning of the third. Morning of the third. And this is something I want to do on day two. Um, when, when, uh, mm, there's or something. Meliodas and I are walking in front of everybody. I guess I I should probably make a stealth check, right? Since we're in front of everybody, but of course I talk to him quietly, letting him know. I was like, I was like, hey, you. Well, at first I like make a knowledge. <laughs> well, I mean, I got a twenty-three on a stealth check. We're okay. Well, I you might be quiet, but I'm not. Well, yeah, well, I'm being quiet to you, telling you, all right, I need you to talk to me. Like, we, you did that other Do night. Okay, all right, yeah, I can do a mind link. Okay. Yeah, so, you can mind link. What's up? All right, man, I need to give you your gold. And that was the stealth check. That's what the stealth check was uh, for, okay. was for the gold transfer. <laughs> put, it, like, put it in my pocket without me even realizing it. Yep, yep. <laughs> I'm like, right, there's your gold, so you get 10 gold. So, as you begin traveling the third day, uh, about half the day goes by, and the journey's been smooth so far. As you come around a bend in the road, you spot ahead of you, uh, the two of you are in the lead, I guess, so Balin and, is it Melodius are the two in the lead? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you two spot ahead of you two dead horses sprawled about 50 feet up the path. <laughs> Each has several black feathered arrows sticking out of them. And the woods on either side seem to narrow with a little bit of a cliff on one side, roughly 30 foot tall, a little embankment. Okay, so I would think we would want to be a decent ways in front of the cart, right? Yeah, yeah I'm assuming you guys are roughly uh, probably a couple hundred feet. Okay. So, um, we, of course, you know, I want to, mm, I feel like we're mindling, mindling talking at this point. Like, yeah. And so at this point, I like, we're mindling talking, and I'm like, Mel Meliodas, you need to go back. And if you can do so stealthily, get the cart off the road now. Yep. That sounds like a good idea. We need to keep our eyes out for 
um, you know, if we've if we've seen this trap, then they've probably already seen us. Yeah, exactly. Maybe not, but but if we if we can get the cart off the road before, because they've seen us, they potentially haven't seen the cart. We just mm-hmm. need to make sure before the cart is in sight to get it off. Yep. And um, I would like, I guess, to make a stealth check and then an um an investigation check, I guess. Okay. Uh, we will have Meliodas use stealth back to the cart first. Go ahead and do a stealth roll. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. So for the, I'm, I'm yeah. sneaking along and I just fall on my face and go, ow! <laughs> it's a ah! perception. Perfect. Just, so for ah! yeah, for the podcast, Meliodas rolled a four. So he <laughs> hears stealth and he goes, okay, turns around and waddles down the middle of the road, but slightly hunched over like no one can see him. <laughs> uh, Ralnon, looking down the road, sees Meliodas approaching in this weird kind of uh, hunch. <laughs> Mel, uh, shoot, Cody's character is like, I, I swear I taught him better. <laughs> I, I swear. I, I'd say, oh my god. Better myself, rich people. <laughs> right. <laughs> Does my perception give me enough uh, insight to perhaps stop the cart before he gets to, to us? <laughs> uh, you see him waddling down the road. You would have to talk to him to know what that means, though. Okay. I could mind you... link. With... Well, no, I can only mind link like 10 feet away at this point, so never mind. Yeah. One of you knows message. I don't know if it's Ralnon. Oh, yeah, that's me. So you can message him like 120 feet away and see what's up. Uh, yeah, let's see. It's just a cantrip, so you get to do it. Yeah. Okay. If you want to look at it, you can click at it in your cantrip list, and it'll give you a description of how you do it. Okay, I am going to point my finger at Meliodas and just be like... Mm-hmm. The heck is up with you? And I say I have to poo. His <laughs> <laughs> man's, man's got to do his business, man. Okay. I'm trying to think All of right, an I gotta excuse go. for why. I'm trying to think of an excuse for why I'm walking like this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come down the street for that. Just get off the side um, of the road. No, actually, there's uh there's some something suspicious up ahead we need to get the cart off the road and we need to try and notice the you know give notice to our barbarian as well what are their okay. names Porcus Porcus <laughs> and what's the bear's name I don't think you've told them the bear's name oh, everyone the bear's just probably calls it the bear is Graham is Graham okay Graham. we don't know that you only know that Joseph yeah you only only you know that. Unless I mean, you would have mentioned it the last two days. Yeah. If you would have mentioned have it at some point. I would say okay. he hasn't Sounds talked good. to us at all. He's just uh, been chilling <laughs> back there on the bear. With his bear. I completely I buy that. do not like <laughs> talking to any of them because <laughs> I do not trust them. Yep, I dig that. Okay. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stop the cart where we are. Um. 
Let's see, can I use message again? Back towards um, Porcus Porcus? Uh, yes, you can. Okay, I'm gonna message Horcus Porcus and be like, hey, some something's going on. We should, uh, we need to, you know, y you need to get up to the cart. Fine. So how do we want to do this? Do we, uh... Are we actually going to pull the cart into the Fine. road? Or do we want to leave it on the road just in case? No, we want it off the road. We do not, we want it out of sight. Well, here's the thing. We need to know if they've actually seen us, right? Um, okay. If they haven't, then having the cart off the road is good because we could sneak up on them, potentially. If they have, then the location of the cart isn't actually going to help. Um, but it could give us the high ground if we need to... Or it could give us the ability to escape. If the, if the cart is in the... If the cart is in the woods, it's going to be harder to move it. I don't... But I'm the not there for this conversation. True. Um, what you is guys the... decide. Yeah, you guys decide what to do. How far away is the cart from the? Uh, how far? I'm asking Meliodas. How far are away are we from these um, dead horses? Co two, two, three. Uh, pro by now, by the time that like I walk back to you and you stop the cart and pull it off the side, probably um, 150 meters, or sorry, 150 feet. Maybe 200. What do, what do you say, Dio? No. Oh, you said 150 feet. Uh, you guys can move it off the side of the road at any point along here. Uh, it's not until up ahead that it starts to get narrow. You guys can either just pull it off to the side or you can try to put it deeper in the woods and try to like maybe even disguise it if you expect to take a long time all you would have to do for any of that is just fairly easy to pass like survival rolls or whatever if you want to hide it if you yeah. just want to pull it off on the side and like take up a defensive perimeter you don't have to roll anything you can just do that um yeah I think <laughs> Oof. I think we uh, we pull it off the side and try to try just do like a, a hasty <laughs> hide um, because you know like I, I imagine there's probably been other stuff that that we were like mm, I'm not sure about this you know maybe we see a tree that's on the side of the road or something like that and we're like I wonder if that's you know something worth worrying about and so we don't know if this is actually you know we don't know we, we don't know if we need to get back on the road or or um if we actually anyway does that make sense idea yeah yeah so just like a hasty we'll throw some some branches around it type thing cool so you just pull it off to the side toss some branches on top um, are you leaving anyone back with the wagon, or are you all moving down the road? Can I, I think we wait for the. Uh, I would have communicated that the the rogue, um, is going to go Balin. Balin. Balin would scout ahead a little bit, and then you know if he doesn't see anything in a few minutes, then come back to us. Okay. Sounds well, good. Yeah, well, you guys just pull yeah. it off, cover it up, Balin. 
you head down the... Galen, do you disagree? Would you have done something Upon seeing this... No, no, it's great. No, okay. yeah, no, I already Upon did my Upon seeing rules. this, how do you... Yeah, you got... I see the rules there. How do you want to stealth, and what are you trying to investigate? Describe to me what you're doing, and then I'll apply Um, those. I want to stealth away from the road into the tree line, right? I want to be 100% out of sight, and okay. I want to investigate the situation. I want to see what potentially happened. <laughs> are you trying to get up and close to the wagon along the tree line? So still hidden, but up closer so you can see better? Yes. Okay. Alright, so you, upon seeing the horses downed and sending Melodius back, you immediately sneak over to the side opposite the little embankment as there seems to be more cover on this lower ground side. You crouch along stealthily, moving through the bushes with ease as you have for many years. And upon reaching the part of the road with the wagons, you begin looking over them. And you can tell that it was a pair of horses. And that <laughs> they were killed by arrows. <laughs> And as you look for a bit longer, you do notice that uh, laying among some of the wreckage, uh, you see a few sets of saddlebags on the ground. Okay. Um, I want to make an insight check on the horses and the um, arrows and the uh, saddlebags. Like where the what, the race of the horses, the type of arrows who it could potentially have come from, and saddlebags, craftsmen. Well, just just general insight, I guess. Is that is that right. is that a correct? It's assumption? so insight is more like trying to tell if someone you're talking to is lying. Oh, Those okay. kinds of things that you're looking for is kind of the investigation, investigation or perception that or you already perception. did. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Can I do a perception? Go ahead. Do a perception, because we already got an investigation. Okay. Oh, thank heavens. Oh. <laughs> What'd you get? I walked away from my desk to grab some I got dice. a 20. I got 23. Nice. Okay. Oh. Man. For you guys don't know, my investigation check was in five. It's like, yep, dead horses All with right. arrows. So yeah, for context, out, right? the difference between investigation and perception Perception is normally when you're looking at things, so it works for this situation because you're looking at the wreckage still. Okay. Investigation normally is for when you're actually like going up and touching something, meddling oh, with it to try okay. to see that how it works. Sense. Or like, say for example, you're searching a desk for hidden compartments or something. That's an investigation check. Okay, so I need to do perception check. Okay, I figured this yeah. out. I'm like, yep. Yeah, you're getting the hang of it. Perception's the more common of the stats if you're just looking at stuff. Investigation okay. is once you're actually up close. So, um, for this, this works because you're kind of still looking stuff over, trying to figure it out. And as you look over the horses and the arrows, you're able to tell that the arrows' uh, wounds seem to be uh not super old fairly recent probably within the last day or two and the horses you begin to recognize as the horses that 
Gundren and Sildar were riding to town on. Oh no. Also looking over this, you see lying next to the saddlebags is a map case that appears to be empty. And you recognize it as the map case that Gundren laid out when he showed you all the map of Phandalin where you would be heading. Okay. Oh, no. Alright, at this point with the knowledge I have, um, I stealthily but quickly hurry back to the cart as quick as I can. Okay. Um... You want you... me to make another stealth check? You've been in stealth the whole time, so we'll keep the same stealth the entire time. Okay. You're able to sneak away and get back down the road to the group. Okay. Alright, I get to the group. I quietly, like, everybody's like, round on. Porcus, Porcus. Eladius, this, this is not looking good. Um, Gundren, Rockseeker, Sildar are missing. <gasps> they, they are, I don't know if they are dead. I don't know if they are alive, but those were their horses, and somebody knows where we're going. The map is gone, and the, the horses have been dead for no more than one days. So... It could be oh. relatively close. We could run into them on the way there. How do we want to move forward? Hmm. Well, <clears throat> did you see any indication that I, I think we pull the, the wagon? Well, is there any way we could secure the the branches to the to the wagon or do you think that's not worth it um uh you could tie them on most characters have a rope pack in their normal exploration you should have like a certain amount of feet of rope okay. and if you're just trying to tie branches on it wouldn't take more than probably three feet of that okay. i really like it I was like, I agree. We need to make sure we keep the keep everything as hidden as possible. And um, I know we need to get there sooner than later, but we also need to travel slowly to be able to hear our surroundings and be aware of our surroundings. Yeah. Uh, Porcus, Porcus, I have a question for you, my good barbarian. What do you want? Um, so wow. I know I know you have a bear. How well is his scent? How well can he smell? Oh, at first I thought you were wondering like what what he smells like, and it's no. not good. <laughs> uh, senses. DM. Or, yeah. Uh, it would be just part of... You don't have any advantage on smell. Um, so it would be the same as your normal perception. It's for here it says his passive perception is 15. Uh, that's for the bear? Yeah, it's for the bear. Yep, so that would be the, the passive perception then. So well, that's relatively good then. 
okay. Um, if that is the case, that's really good to hear, Horcus Porcus. I know we wanted me, myself, and Meliodas up front. I say we have the bear oh. leading the pack from now. We need him to be able to smell things as soon as they come. Um, I say oh. Meliodas and I will now follow the rear, and we will make sure we followed. Ralnon, we, we need you to be our cartman. Yay, cartman. Um, <clears throat> Does anybody else have anything else to add? Um, it might be good for me to be at the cart just so that I can uh, get either ahead or behind really quickly to okay. offer any kind of support. Okay. That, that makes sense. I will then at the rear, I will be stealthing at the rear. I'll be making sure I am either out of sight at all times. That way if anybody tries to or I will know before they know. Yeah. Okay, so you're taking the rear um, and stealthing. The rest of you, if you're traveling with the wagon, you don't have many options for stealth since it'll be on the road. Yeah. Okay. Alright, as you begin to head down the road towards the horses that you've seen, uh, you approach the horses, and as you near, uh, each of you make a perception check, since you are actively looking and listening for any signs of danger. 18. 15. Porcus Pork has got a 21, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and Ralnon got two. Oh, no. Okay. okay I, love, so I love how I roll one I'm for the assuming that Porcus Porcus is relying on his bear's scent and not his vision over the hairs of the bear. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely who say did that you was say, Who did you say was in front again? The bear. With, uh... Porcus Porcus. Porcus Porcus, okay. And who's on the wagon? Ralnon is? You're Ralnon. driving me still? And Meliodas. I'm pretty sure at this point I'm just sitting on the wagon seat, just like whittling, not paying any attention. Well, to I think we're moving. Things. No, we're moving forward. Yeah. And Meliodas, what was your role we're, again? We're, we're moving right. forward. Okay. Meliodas, what was your role? Oh, that's why you. Okay. You got an 18. Whittling. 18 okay yeah. all right um as you roll down and you near the horses suddenly looking up to the side you begin to see or rather the bear sees the pointed tip of an arrow pointing out from some bushes up the rise he roars in a Alarm, and all of you swivel, turn, and see a pair of goblins up on the side of the cliff with bows already aimed. Um, each of you have the chance to roll initiative, except for Ralnon, who <laughs> is startled by the appearance of the two <laughs> goblins and can't act this first time. <laughs> okay. All right, no, and then initiative. initiative. It's next to armor and under proficiency. Oof. Ouch. Ouch. Oh, no. <laughs> I got a nine. 
Got a five, man. Got a 15. Guess I'm going first. Guess <laughs> <laughs> I'm All going right. first. One of them peed his pants because of the bear. <laughs> roll, roll, yeah. Roll a fear check. All right. Okay. So, as you ready yourselves for battle, uh, two shots come out from above, as well as a goblin rushes at you from the other side, the underbrush, just a few feet further forward from where Cody hid, uh, or where Balin hid, uh, and he rushes you with a short sword raised. Rushes me? Uh, rushing the party. The first okay. two are going to shoot at uh, probably the bear. Okay. And the one rushing in is going to go and try to attack the bear as well since it's in front. The two shooting are actually going to shoot at the two on the wagon. So it'll be at Raelnon and Melodious. Hope your guys' right. class is good. Yeah. <laughs> it's at the. It's after. Yeah. So one goblin's charging the bear. The other two are shooting at the people on the cart. Yep. I'm just okay. pulling up the different stats. Oh, you're okay. So they. So do they know where I'm at, or do they just not know where? I'm at? Since I'm not with the party. Uh, they do not know where you're at at the moment. But you are a little bit further back. And you see up ahead. You see some arrows begin to fly. And a goblin rush out uh, from the road. Once it's your turn to act. You'll be able to move up to them. Okay. How about how far behind would you say you were traveling? Um, 30-40 feet. Cool. We'll say about... 40 which means that for you to even if it was 30 for you to reach one of them to attack with a melee attack you would have to be able to move quicker than that but if you get within range you could do a ranged attack at them if you have any of those I do have a short bow cool alright so the first goblin shooting his arrow at Ralnon it is a 10 to hit you compare that with your armor class. If it ties or is higher than your armor class, then it hits. 15. 15k. So that does not hit. Second one is shooting at Melodius. It is a 6 to hit. Probably doesn't hit. The third one rushing the bear and Horcus Porcus gets a 7 to hit. Your armor class. Uh, your armor class. The bear's armor class or my armor class? He is specifically attacking the bear. So well, it's 13. <laughs> they all miss. Oh, good old <laughs> goblins. How far, are we, how far are we from the from the town that we're traveling to? Uh, about a half day. Okay. Okay, so all three of their initial attacks fail, and now it's Melodious, your turn. Alright, I'm going to do... I'm going to cast... Wait, is one of them near me? 
one of them is about 10, 15 feet in front of you next to the bear. The other are each roughly uh, 40 feet away up on a hillside. Okay. It's a 30 foot tall hillside and it's about 10 feet off the road. So we're just going with about okay. or so. Um, I'm going to do Toll the Dead. Which is, um, it's, uh, you point at one creature you can see within range, and the sound of a Dolores, Dol Dolores bell fill fills the air around it for a moment. Target must su succeed on a wisdom saving throw or take 1d8 necrotic damage. If the target is missing any of its hit points, it instead takes 1d12. So it'd actually be better if I didn't go first for this one. But what can you do? You can do a different attack, or you can do that same one. Doesn't matter. Honestly, that's probably my best one. It's either okay. that, or I, I start. They have to do a me. wisdom save. You said. Yep. Yes. <laughs> uh, he got a four, which I'm assuming does not save. Uh, I, my my wisdom is plus four. So do I need to? So it should say in your character sheet, I'll go through it. It should say where or what your wisdom. Do I just yeah, roll what your wisdom is? So it's not a wisdom no, check. No, no. It oh, is okay. your actual wisdom stat. Okay, and it's so not just your wisdom stat. It's a combination. It's like eight plus wisdom uh, modifier plus your proficiency or something. So let me pull it up. It's under your features and traits. It says spell casting, and it says you can cast prepared cleric spells using wisdom as your spellcasting modifier. Then it says in parentheses spell DC 14, spell attack plus six. So that means if the spell is attacking, you add plus six. If the spell is them saving, then they have to beat a 14, beat or tie a 14. <laughs> so he got a seven, so he does not save. All right. So then I go back to spells and just do... You will deal damage. Five. That was the total damage? I mean, I just clicked the the one right by... Um, told the dead. Okay. Like, the, the max I can do is eight, right? Probably. I don't remember what you said. It's a D6 plus something? Oh, it's a D8. It's a D8? Yeah. Is it plus or minus anything? Uh, no. Okay. So yeah, then whatever the D8, whatever it rolls and comes up with, that's the damage. Yeah. Five? And which one were you aiming at again? The one closest to the bear. Okay, perfect. And he is bleeding. For context, bleeding in D&D is whenever something dips below half HP. So he gets hit with this, and you see him shake his head around, and suddenly... So he's not actually bleeding, I guess, in this context. Yeah, like you see maybe, yeah, some blood begin to drain from his ears. And he shrieks and shakes his head around. Uh, Horcus Porcus, your turn. 
I swing down from the bear at the goblin that missed his attack with my great axe. Cool. Go ahead, and there should be an attack set of dice next to the great axe, and then there should be a damage set if you hit. So do I click the damage one? You would do the attack one first to see if you hit. That's the hit. So 13. Uh, that does not hit. So then, if you want your bear to do something, you can do an animal handling check. This is how I'm going to try to balance the bear. You do an animal handling check if you want him to make some action. And then, depending on the animal handling check, will depend on if he does the action or not that turn. So, I do an animal handling check? Yep. Yep. Nice. He's so you your command for this turn, so he can do any one of his attacks or any action, any movement, anything like that. He does his multi-attack. Okay. Which is one with its bite and one with its claws. Okay. Oh me. This poor goblin so should give ravished by. It should give a plus a number to hit, and that's so... what you would add to the d20 roll. So plus four to hit. Oh my gosh. This is where normal die would come in hand. So d20. Roll. 15 plus four. That 19. 19. That hits. Okay. And bite. 1d. Six plus two. And actually, it'd be two because it's biting and claws. No, actually, let me take one off because the uh, claw is different. So four plus two, so six for bite. And then for claws, it's 2d4 plus 2, so we need 8 and 9. You would have to do a 2 hit roll for each attack. Just Ooh, that's right. However, don't worry about it this time, because with that bite, the goblin gets is going to die. If you want, oh. you can describe what happens, what the bear does. I'll just, if anything dies and it's you killing it, I'll tell you guys how do you want to do this. And then you get to describe it however you want to describe it. So how do you want to do this? Uh, I don't know. Think of, think of some crazy, gruesome, like... Like Native American movies you've seen of them just getting absolutely mauled by the bear girls. Go with that. Oh, I guess just bites them in half. (laughs) (laughs) So you see this goblin, he runs forward, some would say foolishly, and swings his sword at this bear. You on his back return with a hand axe, blocking his attack as the bear lunges forward and snaps him in half at the waist. He falls to the side, dead. The other two up on the rise shriek in 
horror and anger and ready their next shot. Uh, Roundon, your turn. Okay. All right. I yeah. Um, I equip my short bow. I think you said Roundon. Oh, Roundon. I did. Yeah, Roundon. Sorry. Okay. I pull out a tube that other people have seen me um, fiddling with, and I'm going to be aiming at. Let's see. There's still two on the hill side right yep yep they're about 30 feet up a small cliff okay um i'm gonna point at the one on the left and cast firebolt at him nice oh, i got an 11 to hit okay um that does not hit so he dodges to the side, seeing the attack coming, and it whooshes in between the two. Oof. That's an oof. Um, Balin, your turn. Okay. Um, being hidden, I... Um, you can also, for context, Drownlon, if you want, you can also still move or do any bonus actions. I don't know if you have any of those, but just heads up. Hey, uh, how would I know that? Uh, it's for everyone. You can all move. You have a movement speed. Normally, it's 30 feet. I think all of you guys are 30 feet. Bonus so, actions, you just have to see through. Normally, I would look at either actions, and then you can click on bonus action, and it should so show you what you have available. Actions. Also, sometimes oh, it'll list uh, it underneath. Uh, Two-weapon fighting is my bonus action. Gotcha. So that's if you have two weapons, one in each hand, then that's how that would work. Okay. If you're just fighting with one weapon, don't worry about it. Yeah, I'm just fighting with one right now. Okay, so okay. I have um, my short bow equipped, and I'm 30 feet from them, which would make the goblins for me 60 feet away, correct? I have a crossbow. Yes. Yes, okay, so that's within my range. Um, which yep. is okay, very good. And so they don't know where I am, so I can do a sneak attack on that short bow, correct? Correct. You are stealth to the side of the road, and you uh, have advantage because you're hidden. So you get to attack with advantage. Okay. And if you hit, you get the sneak attack damage on top of it. Hey. Alright, so to hit, I'm gonna roll 17. 17 to hit? Yep. That hits. Which one were you aiming for? One on the left. Okay. This arrow takes him in the shoulder. How much damage are you doing? Nine damage plus the sneak attack. Nine plus four is 13. Never mind. How do you want to do this? So, I am stealthily, I'm just, you know, going back to my war days. I take a breath in. I pull my quiver up, and I aim for his forehead. And I pull the trigger, and the quiver releases, swing! And you just hear, and you guys, on the cart, hear this arrow whiz past you, just, and it pegs him right in between the eyes. Nice. Perfect. 
He falls to the ground with only one companion left. Or at least that's what you think, until suddenly behind you, you hear a goblin voice. Howdy, friend. And a knife slips between your ribs as a goblin attacks you. Uh, me? Um, oh, we'll no. see if it actually hits or not. Oh, no. Oh, no. Does a 16 hit? Armor class is 14. It hits. It hits. Um, it does six damage. Oof. All right, my hit points are three. I am hurt. <laughs> and all of you in your party, you hear a yell from Balin as he was in the bushes, his shot taking one down but revealing himself and you hear him yell as he's stabbed in the side by this goblin um it is the other goblin's turn he is going to shoot down at you as well Balin oh no he turns his bow to you and hit uh, 18 hits Wait he a does. Quick question. I do yes. have a reaction, which is an opportunity attack. So opportunity attack is when a hostile creature that is within your reach, aka five feet of you, moves out of your reach without taking the disengage action. Okay. So if this guy that stabbed you in the side was to suddenly run away and not disengage you would get a chance to attack him back okay but in this case right. it wasn't uh, okay that makes sense yep um everyone has that reaction it's a common reaction across everyone okay all right uh this other goblin turns to you seeing the danger you pose to him out of range and he shoots his arrow landing true and you fall to the ground as he does six damage to you oh no so for the so rest of you, so what did he roll? Uh, to hit, he rolled an eighteen. Damage, he rolled six. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so Balin falls to the ground. He is downed. Um, the other three of you, you see this. What As will I... happen is, oh, no. Balin, on your turns, if we get to your turns, you will have to roll a death saving throw. If you get three failures, which is below 10, your character permadies. If you get three successes, you're back up at one health. Oh. Um, this can also be stopped by things like... Spare the dying. Uh, yeah, spare the dying, which you can use to make it so he won't have to take death saving throws anymore. Instead, he is just downed at that point and waiting to heal. I believe is how it goes. So I can't, like, throw cure wounds at him? It's got to be spare the dying? You could also cure wounds. You just have to heal him past negative three, which is what he's at right now. And But both would work. Okay. Um, it is now uh, Melodius, your turn. How far away is he? 
He's about 30 feet behind you guys. So could I could I clear that in one turn? Yeah, you would be able to just barely reach him. And then I could do Spare the Dying? Yep. As long as your walking speed's 30 feet, which I assume it is. It is, yeah. Yep. So you could reach him and then Spare the Dying. Do you want to equip any weapons beforehand, just in case? I have my shield on basically all the time. I have my mace equipped. Um, you would have to take the mace out of your hands for to have a free hand for this, which okay. is fine. You can do that. It is a free action on your turn. It just means if you do have like reactions, for example, that opportunity attack, then your attack would be like an unarmed strike or something instead of an actual damage spell. Okay. Yeah. Um. Just a sec. I'm thinking about doing Sanctuary, which is a 30-foot range. Says you ward a creature within range against attack until the spell ends. Any creature who targets um, must first make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature... Eh. Well, so they would have to go against my wisdom, right? Which is pretty... Sanctuary? Yeah. Um. Well, it would be the wisdom saving throw. So yes, they would have to beat the 14 of the wisdom saving throw. Okay. I'm just going to run over to him and put down my mace and do spare the dying on him. Okay. And you stabilize. Um... So you won't have to roll, but you're still at zero at the moment. So once you heal, then you'll be back up and can fight. But for now, you're just down and out of the fight, essentially. I'm going to position myself between... Uh, well, what, before I put down my mace, I'm going to have positioned myself with my shield between him and the closest goblin. Okay. Uh, you can't get in between them because they're just five feet away from each other, but oh. you are standing like next to him and the goblin in general, most enemies don't focus full killing downed players. They focus on trying to take out all the upright players. So, okay. So with this shield okay. that puts the goblin at action. Uh, only if he has the feet that does, and he doesn't. Oof. There's a, there's a battle master fighter where you can use a shield to impose disadvantage. What the shield does for him, though, is it just makes his AC too higher. So the goblin has a harder time hitting him. Oh, okay. So, all right. So what's, what is your AC class then? 18. 18. So that puts it out of 20. Dude, bro. No, no, no. Uh, oh, it's 18 18 is with... Oh, yeah. yeah, 18 with the shield, so it'd be 16 normally. Okay. Very good. I went with medium armor instead of heavy, because heavy just came with a lot of negative. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, stuff, yeah. So. Uh, Horcus Porcus, your turn. You I'm have one low. goblin back on the road and one goblin up a cliffside. Oh, how far away is the goblin up the cliff? The goblin back on the the cliffside one is uh, thirty five or so feet. It's thirty feet up the cliff, and uh, you're a few feet away from the base of the cliff. So I 
can't go for that one. How far away is the other one? He is 45 feet. Look at your bear's speed instead of your speed. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> I have the bear launch me up the cliff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is... I was hoping you would do something like this. Uh, you are small, and the bear is a size larger. Go ahead and first do an animal handling check. An eight. eight. Dang. Uh, he doesn't quite understand. He does move you to the base of the cliff, but he won't be able to launch you uh, this turn. You could climb the cliff, though, with your speed. The way climbing works is it's just half of your speed. So half of 25, which would be... Uh, we'd round it to... Yeah, we'd give you, we'd give you 15 for because everything goes in fives. Yeah. So you could climb halfway up the cliff this turn if you want. Yeah, I'll climb up halfway. Okay. Um... Ralnon, your turn. Um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna cast Firebolt at the guy up on the cliff again. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make the attack. Fourteen, you got. Yeah. That barely misses, unfortunately. Mm. Very close. This one gets even closer to him, singeing the hair on his head, uh, but it doesn't quite connect. Uh, Balin, if you have any healing potions or anything, you could take those now. Otherwise, you're downed, and all you have is half of your movement speed. Inventory. Um. Oil. I have oil. Hitting its gear, adventuring gear, rope, string, box. I have a water skin. Yeah, no, I don't have anything to heal me. I okay. shot it. You don't eat oil. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want, you could crawl towards the wagon for like some cover or something. It's up to you. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll crawl to the wagon for cover. I'm like, as, as I'm crawling, I'm like, uh, what is, help me. Help me. And as he crawls, Melodius, you can put yourself now. You're actually in between him and the goblin. So okay. the goblin would have to go past you. Okay. Um, It is that goblin's turn. He is going to attack you, Melodius. 22 to hit. Wait. Man, you are landing some nasty rolls tonight, Zach. Yeah, that was pretty big. <laughs> Wait. So what? What do I? What do I roll? You just you just look at your AC and say oh, okay. yeah it hits or no it doesn't. Eighteen. So twenty two does hit. Okay. Uh, and he rolls max damage, so eight damage. Oh boy. Mm. All right. Um, you should still be up with three. I'm at two. Did you take one from before? Oh. He did 8 to you. Yeah. You have 11, right? I have 10. Oh, my bad. I read it wrong. Okay. Cool. Um, But yeah, you're good. The other one is going to try to shoot at Horcus Porcus as you're climbing the cliff. 
Uh, for his attack, he gets a six. <laughs> which I'm assuming does not break it AC. Does not. My cool. armor class is 16. So you're so small and you're pressed against this cliff that he's trying to look like straight down on top of you and your hitbox is just so small <laughs> and he whiffs his shot. <laughs> I like it. Alright, uh, Melodious, your turn. Alright, I'm gonna do... Uh, I'm, I'm pretty done with this uh, goblin. I'm gonna do Inflict Wounds. Sure, sure. Okay. Is so, that the wisdom save one again? No, this one is make a melee attack against a creature you can reach. On hit, the target takes 3d10 necrotic damage. Hot dang. Alright. So, so what do I roll? And, uh, whatever your spell bonus, I think it was a plus 6. So you're rolling a d20 plus 6. It should also be next to the spell. Yeah, I got it. It's 20. Boy. Nice. That hits. <laughs> and go ahead and roll the 3D den, I guess, because there's a chance you don't kill him if you roll right. extra ones. Okay, yeah. How do you want to do this? What happens to him? <laughs> I reach my hand out, just like palm out, and light erupts from my hand, and he just splinters into pieces. <laughs> nice. He I mean, just like, a lot of shatters. Yes. Blood and guts everywhere. I'm just um, down on the ground with Prince. Melodious, it's about it's about time you did something. <laughs> <laughs> Horcus Porcus, it is your okay, turn. Okay. <laughs> I climb up the rest of the way and I swing at him with my axe. Okay, as you reach the top, you see him turn and start running as you come over the top of the wall. Um, as he sees that he is the last one up of his little band. Okay. He's about 30 feet away from you at the moment. Oh, I think I need to press this. Uh, yes. And I won't be able to chase him. Able uh, to throw anything at him? Would I be able to equip a hand axe and throw it at him? Yes, you can. Okay. What about two hand axes? <laughs> Would I be able to equip two of them? Uh, I or believe so. Do you have... I think you have dual weapon fighting. I do. Yeah, so you could do both of them. Okay. I equip both hand axes. And I throw them both so the way it works is you do them one at a time yeah the first one you get to add the bonus uh the second one is no bonus and the second one is no bonus yep so hit first right yeah so roll the hit okay Oof. the nine okay that one does not hit you want to just go ahead and roll hit for the yep. next one do the second, yeah. Ouch. Ouch, so it just be a five. Because it's no bonus. Okay. Um, yeah, so you see the last, your two hand axes 
whiz past him um, and he stumbles for a second but neither of them connect and he keeps running um it is Ralnon's turn um you said the last goblin is running away yeah he's running away at the moment your firebolt would still just barely be able to connect Try casting it again. Okay. About 21. time! About time! Good nice. Heavens. Let's that go! You, you hit with the fireball, go and go, or firebolt, go ahead and roll the damage. 10. Nice. How do you want to do this? <laughs> I mean, it's just it hits him in the back of the head, and his head just catches fire. He smashes into a tree <laughs> and falls off the cliff. Perfect. <laughs> he takes off running and axes whiz by him all of a sudden his head ignites from behind and he falls off the side plummeting 30 feet to the ground and landing in a heap uh each of you are at this point uh i guess melodious you can go over and heal balan if you want so wait how does that work um because i have so it looks like i only have two spell slots so does that mean I could only cast like inflict wounds and healing word once? Yes. For, yes, uh, for unless, a day. Until, okay. Well, for a rest, you can do a short rest to get some of that back. But yeah. Okay. I have. Did you use both of your spell slots during no, that I fight? I used one. Okay. Then yeah, you can cast one other first level spell slot or you can cast any of your cantrips. I'm just yeah. disappointed that there's no actual healing cantrips. There's Spare the Dying, and that's the closest I could find. Yeah. It'd be kind of busted if there were healing cantrips, which is the reason they don't put them there. Mm -hmm. You'll get lots more spell slots as you level up. Okay. Can't, so, wait. I'm sorry. I, we kind of talked about this before, but could I put, like, the spell Cure Wounds onto an object and then throw the object at somebody and have it heal them? You can just uh, come to me and ask wounds. Yeah, okay. cure wounds has to be by touch. Okay, I'm just trying to figure it out because, like, everything that, like, the artificer, it says that, like, to cast it, it has to be basically through an item. That's, that. yeah, that's the context they give it. But all that really is is think about it as, like, flavor text. Mm. Okay. So, like,. The idea behind it is that your cast, so it explains it in your spell casting. Um, it says you can cast prepared artificer spells using intelligence as your spell casting modifier. Uh, you must have a spell casting focus, specifically thieves tools or some kind of artisans tools in hand when you cast any spell with this feature. So that is basically saying like wizards, they have to hold like a staff. If you're a cleric, you have to have some necklace or some cross or something that you channel your magic through. And it's a way to balance. Like, you can't be holding two weapons and throwing out spells left and right is the idea. So this is the same thing. It's just you're an artificer. So you aren't casting spells with, like, a staff. That'd be weird. You're an artificer. Instead, you're standing there with, like a hammer and bolts and you're smacking these magic bolts at people and they're hitting them in the face and that's just how you do your spell but all of the actions still have to like work with yeah. the spell 
So, like, if I were to cast Cure Wounds, I'd have to touch him with the hammer. Yeah, exactly. Yep, yep. Okay, so I'm going to walk up to Balin, or Balin, as he's just laying there, and just kind of, like, rest my hammer (laughs) on him and cast uh, Cure Wounds for six. There you go. And it looks That's like... a gentle way to do it. You can <laughs> also, for comedy if you want, you could smack him in the head with the hammer and it heals him for six. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking about that. Except just like the last, you just pelt him with it. No, no, no. It's but... not actually an attack. Yeah, it's, it's not just, actually an attack. Again, it's yeah, just for again, comedy reasons. It's just the just the flavor text behind your spell casting. <laughs> is that you're a guy who knows how to fix things magically with your trusty hammer. Trusty magic. It's almost like in Wreck It Ralph, it's the builder guy. Yeah, fix it <laughs> It's like you're trying like to break out of prison, but just mix it. <laughs> yeah, artif- artificers are fix it Felix who walk around smacking stuff with hammers and doing magic with it. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> And then Meliodas used healing word for seven. So I'm already negative three. So cure wounds would have healed me for three HP plus seven, which would get me back to max, right? Yep. Okay. Oops. Nice. And with okay. the party. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to. I forgot that he was. No, you wouldn't be negative three because I stabilized you, right? No, uh, I... True. Yeah. So once you're stabilized, okay. then it goes to zero. Okay, very good. So yeah, no, it's I still would be max HP though. I oh there's... no, I I actually healed myself because I was at two health. Okay. I mean, when I saw him come over and put that hammer on your forehead, I was like, weird flex, but okay. Yeah, we need to talk about that. Like, why aren't we are just all just artificers if we can just have unlimited healing and fireballs? No, it's it's it's, it's also spell slots. I've got, oh, okay. I've got unlimited fire bolts, but not cure wounds. Oh, because yeah, it's... he gets fire bolts as a cantrip because gotcha. damage, cantrip damage are fair, but cantrip healing isn't, I guess. Yep. I cool. guess. So yeah. I... <laughs> so after I get up from being healed, I'm like, round on of all the ways you had to smack me in the face with your hammer, really, man. I'm, I'm, my, my ribs hurt. Okay. Come on, can a man catch a break? Wait, so am I still technically up on the cliff? Uh, yes, you can climb down now if you want, or jump down mm-hmm. onto your bear or whatever. That's what I was gonna say. Is collect your hand, put, collect your axes before you come back. After collecting my hand axes. Cool. You walk over, grab the axes, and you jump down onto your bear. Um, all of you completing that fight, you feel the experience of season adventuring come upon you and you level up to level two. Um, as your party grows in experience and as you, uh, gain these levels, you can't help but look through the wreckage of the horses, find the empty map case. Um, as you search around the battlefield, one of you finds the path that the goblin began to follow a path that seems to lead off into the wild there's a number of goblin footprints and one set of human footprints heading down that path 